Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. It is your Daily Crypto News for Monday, February 12, 2024. You're probably wondering, where the hell did Matt go? I'm sorry, I didn't tell everybody. But I went to Mexico City for a week. It was my brother's birthday. So his wife organized a trip for him. And I was part of that. And so was my girlfriend. And we went down to Mexico City for his 40th birthday. And I couldn't tell anybody on the podcast that that's what I was going to do. And I was going to be off for a week. Because I don't know if he listens to the podcast. And if I said anything, even if I said, hey, I'll be off for a week, he might figure that out. And we wanted to surprise him at the airport, which we absolutely did. So we flew down to Mexico City. We had a great time. I got sick with COVID. <laughs> I mean, who? How, how the hell does that happen? You go on vacation and they get COVID. I was I was hemmed up for about a day, wore a mask all week, so I didn't get anybody else sick. You know, have to be cautious, have to be courteous to people, but still love the city. Underrated city, underrated city. And I think that if you have the opportunity to go to Mexico City, you absolutely should. And so I am back. I hope everybody had a good time with Sarah, a.k.a. JK Remote. I don't I keep, keep saying that. Can we just call her Sarah? Sarah Kwan's her name, by the way. Sarah, Sarah, I think, did an excellent job this week. And so I want to say thank you very much to her. And you can reach her or I at Sarah at DailyCryptoNews.net or M-A-T-T, Matt, at DailyCryptoNews.net. Now let's get into that Daily Crypto News. As you saw yesterday was the Super Bowl. Yes, we had San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Really, who cares? <laughs> it's not the Cleveland Browns, so I do not care. Most people aren't even talking about the game. They're just talking about who was there, who wasn't there. And, of course, Joe Biden posts laser eyes meme after the Super Bowl. But it's not about Bitcoin. However, as Whale Panda tweeted, this is a whole new level of cultural appropriation, which I thought was very funny. His post was captioned, just like we drew it up, and it was made to the reference of the Kansas City Chiefs' win over the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Who was at the Super Bowl? Well, we saw Jack Dorsey. He showed up there with a Satoshi t-shirt. 
in the style of the Nirvana t-shirts. You know, this Nirvana has the t-shirts with the smiley face and it says Nirvana. This one said, uh, I think, a Bitcoin and Satoshi. And he was standing next to Jay-Z. Why does that matter? Because in June of 2022, he and Jay-Z launched Bitcoin Academy, a free 12-week education course for people living in the Marcy Houses. It's a public housing complex in Brooklyn where Jay-Z grew up. And so they are trying to orange pill everyone. Again, you're probably wondering why Jay-Z and Jack Dorsey are kind of hanging out together. Well, in March of 2021, Dorsey Square brought a majority stake in Jay-Z's title service, which is a streaming service for high-fidelity audio, for nearly $300 million. And so if multi-billionaire Jack Dorsey gives me $300 million, I want to be buddies with him too. Anyway, the talk of the town was who was sitting with who and who was hanging out with who at the Super Bowl. You know what I'm really looking for with this cultural, these cultural phenomenons is my boy, Jon Stewart is returning to The Daily Show tonight, and this, I hope, is going to be good. He was doing a good job with the Apple TV Plus show that he was doing, The Problem with Jon Stewart. Uh, they had, I guess, creative differences because they were trying to censor Jon and what he was going to say or talk about. And he's like, you know what? I don't need this. I'm out. And so he's back at The Daily Show, but only one day a week on Mondays. So I just hope they just hire him back because, honestly, he's a voice that we kind of need right now. Um, like him or hate him some people say he went left I don't think so I mean remember he was one of the only people talking about the Wuhan lab and where the coronavirus came from saying on TV during the middle of the pandemic going hey it came from a lab which that was a time where that was kind of a hush hush topic which hindsight was kind of weird that that became a hush hush topic but he was up there so I don't know I don't know where he sits really but honestly I think he does a lot of good work I think he's a very genuine person that cares about people cares about the country and I'm very happy that he is back on the air especially in the daily show oh yeah that's right we're supposed to be talking about bitcoin and grayscale says that 2024 bitcoin having is going to be different as etfs ordinals reshape the market structure and it's kind of funny that grayscale put out this report because i'll talk about that in a minute this is a report it's entitled the 2024 having this time it's actually different <laughs> great title it was released friday and Grayscale analysis points to Bitcoin's ETF providing a new steady demand source that could counterbalance the sell pressure from mining issuance. See, when miners make Bitcoin, right, they mine Bitcoin, they get Bitcoin, then they have to sell it to pay for things. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. They get a Bitcoin, they sell a Bitcoin to pay for electricity for more miners, to pay for employees, to pay for maintenance and upkeep, and so on and so forth. And so they're constantly selling Bitcoin back to the market. It's just how it goes. And in order to maintain current prices, corresponding buy pressure has to be around $14 billion annually. And so they're mining Bitcoin, and you need to have $14 billion of buy pressure 
because they have about $14 billion of self-pressure. And that's at around a $43,000 Bitcoin. And so anything above that, everybody's happy. Everybody's making money. Now, of course, there's going to be a halving, right? And so there's going to be less Bitcoin and they still need to pay for the same bills. And that's where we see the price of Bitcoin needing to go up or else you're going to see these miners going out of business and shutting down. It happens almost every cycle. You see miners coming in. And when we have all-time highs with less block reward, right? So 12 and a half Bitcoin or so on and so forth, you're getting a lot of Bitcoin, so the price doesn't need to be high. So hope everybody's understanding how that works, right? So say if Bitcoin's a thousand bucks, you need more Bitcoin to pay your bills because Bitcoin's only a thousand bucks. You're selling Bitcoin for a thousand dollars, you need to pay your bills. But if Bitcoin is twenty-five thousand dollars, you need a lot less to pay your bills. And so after the halving happens, you're gonna need to have higher Bitcoin. The blocks are still going to be generated the same, so you need to have higher priced Bitcoins to pay your bills. Hence, Bitcoin price needs to go up or the miners are going to shut down, which it usually does every year. Miners shut down for about a year. They kind of chill until they see the price start to trend back up. But what Grayscale is saying is this is different because we have this whole baked in buy pressure now. We have buyers in the spot ETFs. And so far, spot ETFs have amassed around 192,000 Bitcoins as of Friday since their launch nearly a month ago. Now, this report also looks at other coins that have halvings, for example, Litecoin. And it's saying that, look, Bitcoin's price historically has gone up after each halving. However, are we going to see the same thing after Litecoin? Because Litecoin already had their halving and Litecoin is pretty much a stable coin at this point. I have some problems with that because coins only move with Bitcoin. It doesn't matter who has a halving. Historically, Litecoin would have a halving, have a little jump up, and then go right back down. Litecoin does not move the market. Bitcoin moves the market. So if everybody's saying Litecoin's all sleepy, <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Not financial advice. However, if you do take a look at this chart that I have here, if you're watching on YouTube, if not, link is in the show notes of Bitcoin's inflows. And so we have all these ETFs that are having significant inflows of cash into the Bitcoin ETF. And now we see that we are way past equilibrium of the sell pressure because everybody's getting out of grayscale Bitcoin trust quickly. And that is slowing down. Hence, you see the price going up very quickly. And so since the ETF, we have had people throwing money into Bitcoin. We also have people selling a hell of a lot of Bitcoin, which made price go down, which made the price go even, which made no difference in what was happening with the Bitcoin price. Now, all the Bitcoin is about sold. All the people we're going to sell is about done selling. And so we see the number go up. Speaking of grayscale, New York Attorney General's office sued Genesis Global Capital, Gemini Trust, and DCG, alleging that the crypto companies lied to investors and tried to hide more than a billion dollars in losses. Well, the New York Attorney General has updated that lawsuit against the cryptocurrency behemoth digital currency group, DCG as now is trying to get back around $3 billion in restitution for defrauding investors. New York's Attorney General Letitia James said that this illegal cryptocurrency scheme and the horrific financial losses that people have suffered are yet another reminder of why we need stronger cryptocurrency regulations and need to protect all investors. Now, let's see what she wants to protect people from. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10.52 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it is way later than Sarah has been doing the podcast and releasing it because, let's just say I'm lazy. How about that? Let's just say I'm lazy. Now nah, I had a busy morning. Um, well, I woke up late, too. <laughs> Fear agrees at 68, and Bitcoin's in at 
$49,720. When the hell did that happen? It's up 3.27% in 24, 2.4 in one hour. Apparently, I've been sleeping on that one, just doing research for today's show, and it's up almost 17% in seven. Ethereum's at $2,560, up 2% in 24. Tether's number three, Binance is at 322, up 0.4%. And Solana is number five at 10850. Did I did I not tell you guys to buy Solana? I mean, sometimes I'm like I have to sort of start saying that this is financial advice, even though it's not. But come on, y'all. Are you listening to me? We have over a thousand people a day listening to this show. Y'all gotta get on it. I hope you did. If you did, send me an email, Matt at dailycryptonews.net. Running off the top ten, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Avalanche. I told you about this one again. And Chainlink is number 10, kicking out Doge. Chainlink is at $20.34. The total market cap is at $1.84 trillion, up 2.1%. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 52.9 and an ETH dominance of 16.6. And that was a show today. I am back. Here comes the money, and I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone. 